0: at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and
1: conditions apply.
2: All right, everybody. The Independent Spirit Awards have just wrapped up over here. A few minutes ago, it is 12, 12 a.m. on the East Coast. I am your host, Matt Neglia. Welcome, as always, to the Next Best Picture podcast. I am doing something very unique, something very different, something that I've never actually done before here on the podcast. I am being joined right now, live, on Zoom, As we speak with a bunch of people that are, some of them are film independent members, some of them are fans of mine on film Twitter, some of them are just friends in general, Uh, but there's a lot of people here right now, and the reason why I have them all gathered here is because film independent spirit awards are voted on by anyone that is a true film lover. Anybody can sign up for it and vote on the awards, so in many ways, this is kind of like our awards. If you're willing to sign up and be a member, you got to obviously pay a fee to do so. So I figured, why not get everybody together right before the Oscars? Let's talk about tonight's winners. I thought this would be a really, really fun way to get everyone interacting together. So I can't introduce everyone. There's too many people here. But I'm gonna just ask really quickly, and uh, you guys can just tell me yay or nay. How's everyone feeling tonight? <laughs> yeah. yay. Okay. yay! Yay! Okay. Yeah. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Yay. Okay. All right. Yay. I'll take it. I'll take May. it. May. It's been eventful for me, but still good. I, I I think I heard someone say May, and all I could think of is it's it's gonna be May. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <Literally>. It is. <laughs> Sweet. I
4: know it's crazy. The
2: sure longest Oscar it. season in May. history is finally coming to an end. Uh, what did you guys think of uh, the Spirit Awards not being on uh, the day before the Oscars, and for some reason on a Thursday evening? What did you guys think of that change? I
3: actually uh, forgot they were on tonight. I thought they were going to be on, uh, what is it? What is oh, it usually I Saturday? forgot too. So, so Matt, when you posted yeah. on Twitter saying, oh, the Spirit Awards are going to be on tonight, and I was like, wait, they're on? Okay, that was weird.
2: Hmm. Definitely. Uh, Pablo, I see you have your hand up. What do you want to say?
4: Yeah, I just want to say that I'm not from the U.S. I wasn't able to watch them live. They had some accessibility
2: issues this time. They usually stream them, I think, on Facebook That wasn't the case this time, so I had to follow them just on social media. But that's kind of the fun, though, right, of sometimes like of an award show is seeing everybody on social media, seeing the memes, seeing what people are reacting to. And I got to say, the Spirit Awards every year for me are always, I think, the most fun show, maybe next to the Golden Globes. But I would say in terms of like humor, whoever writes their content for their uh, skits, uh, I got to say, I, I think they are the best produced uh, show in terms of just entertainment. Uh, do you guys agree or disagree with that? What did you guys think of some of the skits that they did
1: tonight? I did not watch the show, but I'm I'll catch up with it um, at a later time. Yeah. OK. Same, 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 same. Yeah.
2: Alex uh, says in the chat, the Hollywood Forum press is crying inside right now. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> I they did are. see actually that Melissa Senor did a uh, musical tribute to Stephen Young, though. So I'll catch that when I can see. Oh,
2: it was oh. something else. Let me tell yeah. you. I heard so that. Good. I heard. Yeah. that was a mood. <laughs> the only thing I got a little I was kind of over it after a certain point was Kate McKinnon did a uh, impression of Owen Wilson and did like an Owen Wilson talking to Francis McDormand in Madland and that thing went on and on and on Uh, to the point where it wasn't even funny anymore but it was really really funny when it first started
1: okay I was wondering who that was so it was Kate McKinnon okay but I didn't understand the point of it by the end yeah Yeah,
2: I I was just
3: kind of like okay I was already done with it when it started to be honest
2: I love this uh Kenny Miles saying, I just follow the reactions and drama on Twitter. Yeah, it's true. It's definitely uh, the way to be, I think, in most cases. I will say it is
5: interesting how they had the show go on for two hours and yet we still had a montage of winners.
2: Yeah, there was like what six, not maybe like five awards in a row that went by super fast to the point where I couldn't even tweet fast enough to catch up. I was like, Oh, oh residue, oh my god, <laughs> no my land, what's happening? You know, and then I was like, What was the thing that just won Docu series? <laughs>
5: yeah, that that's a total yeah. critic's choice move.
3: When they did that, they just set all of those awards. In a row, my live stream froze. Oh, no. So basically, I missed, like, I only got until cinematography. I missed the rest. And it came back right when Lulu Wang said Chloe Zhao. So I have no idea what happened in that. Because I was watching it on the IFC app. I don't have the channel. I just, like, download the app and watch it there.
0: Right. So
3: it froze. Like,
0: it was horrible.
3: I couldn't even tweet those winners. I was live tweeting from the film poster's Twitter, and that half of it is gone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Alex, you have something you want to say? I, I,
4: I think for the most part, I think the Oscars will be very predictable. I think Normal Lang is going to win everything. and I love Chadwick Boseman and everything. I love everything she did on that movie, but the best actor category is belong to Anthony Hopkins, for my, in my opinion.
2: Well, he didn't win tonight. Instead, uh, Riz Ahmed uh, won because Anthony Hopkins my was boy. not eligible. Oh. Um, I tweeted out earlier, and I don't know how many so, how many of you saw this, but uh, you know, to me, it feels like everything is going exactly the way that it should. Where Hopkins gets, gets recognized at BAFTA, you recognize Riz Ahmed here with indie spirit. Chadwick's gonna win on Sunday, in my opinion. I, I hope I, He does. I, yeah. I I genuinely believe yeah. that he is, and to be honest me with too. you. Hopkins is my preference of the category I want Hopkins to win like but at the same time I'm not rooting for Hopkins to win at Chadwick's demise I would be happy if either one of them won I'd be happy if Riz Ahmed pulled an Adrian Brody and came up the middle (laughs) I, I just think that we're spoiled this year with the best actor category where all three of those guys really really deserve it and if Chadwick does win to me the fact that Hopkins got recognized at BAFTA. Riz Ahmed got recognized tonight. And if I, and if Chadwick does get the Oscar, in my heart, all three of them will be Oscar winners because all three of them got a chance to be recognized uh, throughout the season. So yeah. to me, it's a win-win.
0: It's an embarrassment of riches, especially compared to recent Best Actor years in terms of what yes. the consensus has been, especially because, you know, as much as a lot, as much as a lot of us love Joaquin Phoenix, Joker was a divisive film last year. Bohemian Rhapsody was a divisive film the year before. Yeah. Whereas,
2: yeah, so it's like, no, it's like everybody as a community. It's like we all, not like when Parasite won, that we we were all like united in our common love for that. It, it's really rare when all of film Twitter, all of the film community, can feel collectively, like as one about something about a winner. It's super rare. And I do feel that there are certain things that could happen this Sunday um that, you know, I-, I do think we can all look at each other and say, hey, listen, let's let the past be the past, bygones be bygones. Let's shake hands and admit that, you know, we can all agree to be friends. The rope. <laughs> exactly. So I'm gonna go through the winners here. I think that we should uh you know, give some commentary here on the winners. Uh, so first up, uh, we have best supporting female goes to you. And Jung for Minari. And I think that this is going to be a repeat come this Sunday. Yes. Mm-hmm.
5: Manifesting. Oh. Yeah. I'm ready for her Oscar yeah. Speech. I'm ready for her Oscar speech. I'm excited. Yes.
2: Very much
6: yeah. so. Yeah. The, like Ugh. here, here, especially it was very expected. Like, you
2: know. Oh yeah, well that's the thing is that sometimes you see these categories and there's like an obvious front runner and then everybody else it's like who's even seen the movie? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then I know like if you're a voter you you have to watch, well y- you should watch. You should take it seriously and take the time because they have the screening room set up. I know I do and so I definitely, you know, go out of my way to watch everything as much as I possibly can. Um if not the and entire slate. So Anyone here, by show of hands, a voter? Uh, oh, quite a few of you, actually. That's great. Excellent. I hope you guys are uh, happy with the winners tonight. Uh, moving over next to Best First Screenplay, we have Andy Sierra for Palm Springs, a film that... I think should have gotten a little bit more love this season, both in the original screenplay category and also in best film editing. Ironically enough, it wins this prize and it also wins A.C.E. for best comedy. So in the end, I feel like I got everything that I wanted anyway, <laughs> even though it didn't translate it to any Oscar love.
6: Yeah, deserving.
2: I mean, that was also a number one, too. When you look at the nominees in this category, Palm Springs yeah. had the popularity factor. There was a part of me that was wondering if uh, Miss June team for the assistant could. I thought I so beat it, but Yeah,
5: yeah. I had a sneaking suspicion that maybe the assistant could take it. It, you know, it did pretty well overall in terms of nominations at Indie Spirit, so I thought maybe it had a shot. But ultimately, I did go with Palm Springs. Something about it just felt right for that Mm -hmm. category.
6: I actually thought there was a runner-up in this case. It was was actually going to be the four-year-old version, but I was like, yeah, Palm Springs is going to get it. This is, yeah, like it was the most deserving screenplay and good for
4: it. Yeah, I think that something that the Film Independent Spirit Awards do that I love so much is that they expand our notion of what the award season films are Mm -hmm. and it opens up those options. And this was the case with Palm Springs. Some people want to stay only with the Best Picture Oscar nominees and this gives
2: you more options. Like, hey, there are more movies out there. Don't stick with those. Yeah. Alex, what about you?
4: Even even the movie, like, uh, even the movie, uh, even... It came out on Prime Media, but not a, not a lot of people have saw the movie, you know? So uh, I, I just want to say that Fallen uh, Switch is a, is a great film, but I think it, it's not much appreciated by the general audience. Because it got lost with all the catalog of movies that I'm video and all the shitty TV series that that that, that the, the, the platform is giving us right now. So I mean, I think it's the best chance to to this movie to introduce a whole new world. I don't know if the movie got like a a, a wide release on, on 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 theaters, but I. Uh, I was thinking it, it, that movie is suitable for, for movie theaters instead of prime of video.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say that um, I was really thrilled and really happy about um, Palm Springs win, because I think it was deserved much more love during the season for sure.
2: Yep, I'm with you on that one.
1: It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope
2: with Victoria Cash
6: Love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com
0: Alright, All I
6: right. think that was good enough. I, I hope so, man. I'm tired.
5: <laughs> Who listens to a promo on <laughs> a podcast and then goes and listens to a different
2: podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it.
4: Alright,
2: <laughs> no, right. I'm gonna move over to the next category here. We have Best First Feature. This one to Sound of Metal, which I have no complaints about. It's a Best Picture nominee. Fine. You know, like, I understand why it won. However, I would argue, uh, if you have not seen Nine Days, (laughs) (laughs) holy shit, if you have not seen Nine Days. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Matt, for being on my side. Thank you.
2: That film is going to rock all of your worlds this year. It is going to be, I don't want to say it's going to be the I'm thinking of ending things of 2021. I I think it's actually a little bit more um, deeper than that. Um, And, you know, definitely a much less of a rough, rough experience. I would equate it more to something like a ghost story or even tree of life in some cases where it's a transcendent, beautiful movie going experience that is going to really I think have uh, a deep profound impact on uh, those who watch it so uh, I can't wait for you all to check that out if you have not had a chance to do so already
5: yeah that and Winston, Duke, Winston
2: Duke's performance in it is <sighs> holy shit good
3: <laughs> That film they showed the clips and I would start crying like I am just I've only been able to see it once I, I don't think I can watch it again it, it was just too jarring for me
2: uh Benjamin what do you got I'm confused
4: as to why Sony uh, Pictures Classics have messed completely messed up the release of this film, because I do think it could have been a big player mm-hmm. um, this year, um, and now it's showing up in indie spirits and nowhere else. I, I don't know what they what they have in in store for it.
2: I actually think that there is something like a method to the madness here in the sense of do I think it could have competed better. In this year's crop of films, yes. Do I think it's going to struggle next year, or a.k.a. this year, when we have uh, bigger releases coming out too? Yes, but at the same time, there's something to be said for platform releasing this, where it premieres at Sundance, it gets really good buzz, and then it's getting a slow rollout at some festivals And then it, you know, gets the Indie Spirit nominations so that this way screeners become available to those members. And you're just building word of mouth. You're just building buzz slowly, slowly, slowly. And everyone's going to hear about this movie by the time it's ready to release or at least us in the film lover world are going to all hear about this movie. Whereas, you know, I think that there's a good chance that this is a movie that could have slid under the radar in many, many ways. um, Even for those who really love movies, if it had just gotten a regular standard release this year.
5: I also think there's a little bit of frustration in the sense that I think some of us just want the film just in, one calendar year and we have to worry about oh well this year was in you know indie spirit next year is going to be like all you know we kind of wish it was just all in like one contained year
2: Oh, I mean, when we talk about like international features, I feel that all the all the time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's always really confusing. All right, so now uh, after best first feature, we had best supporting male, which went to Paul Racy for Sound of Metal. Uh with no Daniel Kaluuya here, this was a great way to recognize uh Paul Racy with an award and could not be happier. Uh
1: Gabe, what did you think of this? Um I'm happy for him. Uh I'm just glad that He's getting this sort of recognition um, at this point in his career, like just to think that almost nobody knew who he was before this film. And now he's just, again, getting all this sort of all this recognition. It just makes me happy and especially for him to win here. And also, I really like all the other nominations as well. I haven't seen nine days, but I really liked Coleman Domingo, Orion Lee, and Clint Term. And Yeah, I was just very satisfied with this lineup, and yep. I love Paul Raci's narrative this season. Totally,
2: absolutely, Adriana. What about you?
6: Um, again, not surprising, but it's also just like, in my opinion, he's just the best of the category and supporting, no matter who else is nominated. He's just my favorite supporting actor of the year. And so, you know, at least he got something, he, you know, something like, you know, he's not walking like other than a critic award. He's walking away with something that that's I'm satisfied Like because he's not winning the Oscar. So
2: I'm satisfied that he got something.
0: Yeah. Daniel. I also just wanted to point out that today I was just randomly watching Judge Judy with my dad. And all of a oh, sudden yeah, I, see- I
2: saw people posting about this.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, I was watching a Judge Judy rewind with my father. And all of a sudden, Paul Racy pops up as a deaf interpreter on Judge Judy. And it's just absolutely insane that you have like I'm watching Judge Judy a Judge Judy rerun, realizing Paul Racy's day job when he's not acting is a deaf interpreter, and this man is an Oscar nominee and an Indie Spirit winner now.
2: Yeah, that's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. I think the coolest thing about it, about it all, is that here's a guy who was kind of—I don't want to say plucked from obscurity, but nobody knew who he was before Sound of Metal, or at least you know most of us did not know who he was. Um, I would be shocked if somebody told me that they knew who he was. I would say, what movie, what performance made an impact on you? Tell me more, please. Uh, but I got to say, like he's one of those actors now at this stage in his career where it reminds me almost of like. Um, like Richard E. Grant, in a way, where you kind of get that late career recognition at that point in your life. And uh, next thing you know, Richard E. Grant is starring in a Star Wars movie. It's like for all yep. we know, Paul Racy's about to get a lot more coming his way in the next few years. And I could not be more excited to see where that leads. Um, all right, so then moving on here, we have Best Documentary, which went to Crip Camp with big heavy hitters like Time and Dick Johnson is dead at collective. You know, with no My Octopus Teacher, I thought this was a chance for one of those to get some recognition here. Uh, Crip Camp, I'll I, I just, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think that it had that much passionate support behind it. But I've been hearing over the last couple of days some rumblings that it is actually a real spoiler in the best documentary feature category uh, that could potentially upset My Octopus Teacher. Uh, I want to hear first from uh, Izzah.
0: Um, yeah. First. Hi. So nice to be here. I've been following your podcast for a very long time. Yeah. No, I was so upset. I think Dick Johnson was my favorite movie last year. It was just so impeccable. I was crushed when it was not nominated on Oscar morning. And I think I, I knew, I, I thought it was going to be my optimist teacher tonight, but I was like holding on to this like glimmer of hope that Dick Johnson was going to reign triumphant because there was a part of me that was like, oh, he shows up at the Oscars and it's a big moment. Um, but no, I was a little bit crushed, but you know, hopefully that movie, I'm trying to like tell all my friends about it and get more people to see it. Cause it's just an impeccable movie.
2: Yeah. Matthew Anderson, what do you have to add? Uh, well, coming from one Matthew to
3: another, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do agree with you in saying that Crip Camp is the possible spoiler. Uh, I think I, I did predict time, but now seeing everyone tell me that, you know, Crip Camp has the, the, the more likely spoiler to come out uh, it was produced or at least uh executive produced by the Obamas. Am I yep. correct in saying that? So so that's even more of a factor to know. Okay, it would be interesting to see how much uh sway they have uh in terms of I like, mean,
2: I'm gonna tell you right now, if it by- wins this year, then the Obama produced documentary is the new Pixar of the uh best <laughs> oh, documentary I agree. uh feature. I was yeah. just gonna say that, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <Matt>. Like <laughs> yeah. and, watch out yeah. every year they have a contender. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah.
3: And and that's what I, and that's what I'm curious in seeing. As of right now, though, I'm still gonna go with my Octopus Teacher. Oh yeah, you have, you have to. We have.
2: You have to, based on those stats.
3: Yeah, even though we have had moments or years where the documentary winners went on to win without like a PGA nomination before. So I mean, still, but yeah, I'm still gonna go with Oct- Octopus Teacher. But I would, I would be curious to see
1: if Crip Camp could pull it off. Yep, I totally understand that, Gabe. What about you? I actually think Crip Camp. Um, um, I'm considering. It's Oscar possibilities now. I know that, um, not because of Indie Spirits, because just because of the subject matter and overall tone of the film, feels very Oscar-friendly. Yeah, And totally. I feel like if anything is going to um, challenge my octopus teacher, it would be that. But I am still predicting Oct- Octopus Teacher for obvious reasons. I mean,
2: the way I see it is, if they're willing to give Best Picture to a movie where a woman fucks a fish, you know, <laughs> then... This is, not, is a great, not too far yeah, yeah. removed from that. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. That was a great movie, though, Matt. Come I on. agree. I agree. I'm with you on that one, Adriana. What do you have to add?
6: Uh, well, first of all, like Ditto and everyone said, I think if there is a spoiler in Doc, it's it's Crip Camp because of the Obama's name. But I also like again, I, you know, I, I didn't predict. I did predict Dick Johnson for tonight mainly out of like hope that it would win something. I'm a little bit, but like I love Crip Camp. I'm happy it won. I'm a little bit disappointed. I think it's
2: lost though. All right. Then next up, we have uh, best screenplay goes to Emerald Fennell for Promise a Young Woman. And hey, everyone, sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our full reactions to the 2021 Independent Spirit Awards here on the Next Best Picture podcast. In order to get the full length episode, you will have to head on over to our Patreon for Next Best Picture, where for one dollar minimum a month, you will get the rest of this hour and twenty minute long podcast, along with other exclusive podcast content from us as well. You have been listening listening to the next best picture podcast we are proud to be part of the evergreen podcast network and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts be sure to leave us a review on apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show we really appreciate your feedback and your support thank you so much for listening as always and we shall see you all next time
0: plus.